Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. And I'm Corbs. I'm Kevin. <laughs> He's so enthusiastic until we hit record. <laughs> Guys, what's got you geeked? Uh, well, I'm really excited this week uh, because uh, as uh, everyone here, maybe Kevin doesn't know because Kevin doesn't listen to the show and I don't know how much background you guys gave him. But uh, uh, Kevin, I had to quit drinking. Uh, because I have a problem. I can I can stop. I can not drink, but once I start, I can't stop. I mean, most of the time I can stop, but you know, one out of ten chance that you're not going to stop and things are going to get shitty. It just wasn't worth it. So, uh, back in January, I, I quit. I came on the show and talked about it, so it's public knowledge, so that everyone would hold me accountable. Um, and after about two months, well, actually, I should say right out right off the bat, Facebook knew by some strange form of voodoo uh, social. Uh, media magic i started getting ads for brew dog and athletic brewing company and all these non-alcoholic brewing companies um one of them kept uh popping up in my feed a lot and i started looking into it and i'm proud to say i've got several beers from athletic brewing company here out of uh, Stamford, connecticut uh, to drink tonight the first one is uh, an all out it's called all out stout and what's interesting about these guys they started in 2017 and they uh rather than make it and then try to remove the alcohol, which is what most NA beer is. They, they remove the alcohol through some sort of a chemical process. They actually, they won't go into detail about their process, but they actually brew it at almost zero ABV. So it's an actual brewed beer, which makes a huge difference. And I can, I can tell you that um, while this stout does not hold up to uh, founders, KBS or anything like that. It's, I mean, I've tried, I've tried all of these. This isn't new for me. I'm just excited to be able to have beer again on the show. You know, I can't be the beer guy because this is the only company I'm probably going to be able to drink. But uh, um, the stout, it's good. It's about as good as a Guinness, which is, you know, not my favorite stout. But the other two, the, um, they have one called uh, um, Run, Run Wild IPA, which is just a standard IPA. And it tastes as good as any IPA I've ever had. Maybe not a super high ABV, like a Voodoo Ranger or something, you know, Imperial IPA. But for your average IPA, it's great. The really good one, though, is they have an ha- a hazy IPA called um, Free Wave, and I- I'm blown away by that. That's that's as good as like uh, probably the best uh, hazy one I-, I can recall off the top of my head was Juice Bomb by uh, Sloop Brewing. 
And uh, can I ask a question, Hugh? Sure. Can I ask you a question? You actually like the taste of IPAs? I like. I stouts are my favorite, but I do like IPAs. Yes. Okay. It's taken a while to get used to it, but I do like it. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of IPAs, but like 0.05 percent of them. Yeah, it's it's tough. A lot of them are very samey. They kind of taste like the yeah. same thing. Um, and I would say that the um, the run it run wild tastes like a good one of those. It's it's like every other IPA, but that's kind of shocking because you've got a, a you know a non alcoholic beer that tastes that good. You know it mimics it so well. The uh, the free wave though blows my mind. It's got the hazy look. It, it tastes just like you know a high end um, hazy IPA. It's excellent. Um, so uh, just to give a little background, these guys started a few years back not because of you know like me having a, a problem with drinking. What it was is they had very, you know, active athletic lifestyles, you know, good jobs and realized that even though they were eating right and doing all the right things, even having a few beers uh, twice a week with friends, they'd have to deal with hangover and the calories and all that stuff. And they, they didn't want to have to deal with all, all of that because everything else in their life fit together properly. Their love of craft beer was kind of causing a problem. Uh, so they spent uh, a long time um just working on the process, trying to figure out how can you actually brew it without alcohol rather than remove it after the fact. And uh, interesting well, to note, um, they did so well uh, that last year, I mean, they only started in 2017. Last year, they opened a second location on the West Coast nice. so that they could distribute um, more places. I actually picked up some of this from uh, Trader Joe's uh, oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, they sell it locally. Uh, it, well, it's really been a big deal. And when they started, they'd go to like beer conventions and they'd be told by everyone in the business, like there's not a market for this. Well, it turns out there really is. Maybe it's not everyone, you know, people like me who love beer, but just have to stay away from alcohol. Maybe you just want to mix a few uh, NAs in there so you don't get as drunk at the party. Or maybe certain family events, uh, are, it's more appropriate to do that because you don't want to get weird. Like the one of the founders said, you know, uh, when you get to your sixth cranberry and tonic at a wedding, you're really starting to hate life. You know, you just want to have a beer, but, uh, you know, this is a solution. And, uh, I mean, if you guys want to check it out, it's the athletic brewing company, they do have a tap room, which right now is only doing curbside. Uh, but I'm hoping when things open, uh, maybe making a road trip down there. Cause you know, we usually take a trip or two uh, over the summer. If I can find some other stuff for the family to do there, uh, it'll probably be a go. Uh, but the idea of there being an entire tap room, that's all non-alcoholic stuff, especially if they have food. I mean, it's a good place to take the family. Nobody's going to be stupid, and it's not going to cause any problems. Pretty exciting. It is exciting. Pop that fucker open. I'm going to. There it is. That's really cool. I've never heard of a beer, NA or otherwise, brewed specifically to not have alcohol. I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. It's... I mean, I am, I am thrilled because, you know, as I'm, while you may not have known my personal details, cause Paul may not have thought to tell you that when you started coming on the show, um, I'm sure that you, you heard before that I was the beer guy, you know, that was my thing. I would, you know, I was all about beer. Well, I read Maybe. the police reports. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, and it was having that taken away from me while I, I think I've dealt with it. Well, I won't say that there was an internal conflict, you know, it felt like, you know, something was missing and, you know, tonight I popped open a, a, a run wild, made hamburgers and uh, uh, roasted broccoli, and, you know, just cooking in the kitchen. That's where that's usually like when I want to have a beer. And it was fantastic. I kind of feel like I'm myself again, except I'm more myself than I was. Right. You got a little bit of the sense of normalcy back. Exactly. With it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, and he says he dealt with it well. 
Uh, just remember, guys, he had to buy a new entertainment center. What? I'm I'm basically doing the read between the lines, and you were you rage destroyed your old entertainment center. I'm starting that rumor. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm it kidding. wasn't an entertainment center. It was a table, and it's on my porch, waiting for my brother-in-law to pick it up. <laughs> okay, I um, I was just being a dumbass. I didn't think that was actually nice leading try, into something. But... <laughs> That's awesome. I wish I could animate because I would totally do that. Something else that you you guys will find funny. Uh, so, you know, uh, at least Paul knows generally I'm a fan when it comes to vaping of like the, uh, the gun style, the trigger style um, smock devices. Uh, that's what I, I, I have several of these pick something up. It's still from smock, still very similar, but there's a reason I had to buy this. It came today. Finally, basically the same thing. It's a, a slimmer profile, but I don't know if you can see it. Uh, sh- never mind. On the side of this, you can know what it says? Keep it in front of you. Is it a trigger? No, it's 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 still the same style. It's it's a different, but it's it's called a D barrel. Okay. Now, because people, you know, is people it... who think vaping is awful always call, oh, it's your your douche pipe and all this stuff. I could not re- resist picking up a douche barrel. I had to. It was like seventeen bucks. They were on clearance. I'm like, I just have to own this so I could go. Yeah, it is my douche pipe or my <laughs> douche barrel. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. But that's it. Fantastic. Corbs, what's got you geeked? Um, he is oh. so excited. Look at him. Chopping. Right into it tonight. Chopping at the bit here. Honestly, I've been up since about 5.30. So I'm, that's right. I'm Are Friday nights going to work for you anymore? <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't, don't fucking bother me. <laughs> if, I, if it gets to a point, I'll just take a nap or whatever. There you go. And if, at some point when I actually start working from working at home, it will be six thirty in the morning, and it'll be usually probably eight or nine to five or six or something like that. So it'll be, it'll be normal schedule. There you go. So uh, for me, it, I mean, it's it's simple. You, you guys all both know, Hugh and Paul both know that, and Kevin. I think he's. I'm a sports guy. Always have been. Love sports. Love golf. Um, and the sport of choice is baseball. So for me, it's opening day. Yeah, I already typed it in. <laughs> Yesterday, um, uh, just the fact that baseball is back. Last year was a was a rough year for me, not being able to to watch baseball from uh, from April from April on. I mean, came back in July, but it just wasn't the same. Didn't feel the same. It, nope. it really didn't. It was more baseball is more of a of a, a marathon. And they start, I'm starting in July. It just seemed like it was more of like a, a, an all-out sprint. And it, it just was weird. It just didn't feel right. So this year, even if the even if the game, even if they're not playing 162 games, the fact that they're starting in April, uh, for me, I'm just stoked. It, it's it's going to be a good year. Um, the White Sox are supposed to contend. Unfortunately, their starting left fielder got hurt to the Sunday before opening day, Taurus pectoral muscle, out five to six months. Oof. That puts him back in sometime August, September. So hopefully they can they can stay in contention and when he comes back they can he can give them the lift that they're gonna need. They're they're gonna they're gonna pitch well, they're gonna they're gonna hit. So for me it's just it's all about the baseball. There so you go. Kind of figured. Forward. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's the one thing my father and I both have in common. We talk about it all the time. Um, his team's the Pirates, so I mean, you can put the laugh line in now if you'd like. I mean, <laughs> they're going to be a horrible team this year. Um, 
but they got some they got some good players in the team too. So they'll be exciting to pitching is going to be a little tougher though. So, but we'll see. And I don't care. I always say this, and Paul, you'll agree with this. I don't care who beats the Yankees. As long as somebody does. As long as somebody does. And every year, you guys are Yankees fans. I, don't, I apologize, but every year, I don't care if it's 1960 or 2021, every year they're picked to win the World Series, and I laugh every year when they don't. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're the best team. they got the most championships, but please, you're not that good. They don't right. have the pitching this year. They got one starting pitch, and that's it. If the other guys that are behind them step up, great. Then that, that works out for you. But when you've got four guys unproven behind your starter, sorry, you're just you're asking for a lot from your guys. You're not so, wrong. So Corbs, you ever go see any of the local games? The Chiefs? Or I'm sorry. Yeah. The Mets. Oh yeah. Whatever <laughs> they're mean, called now. I'm sorry. That they're the Mets. I got a friend of mine works for the Mets. He he's a he works in a clubhouse there. Um, they're the Chiefs. They're always going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're going to they're gonna be the Chiefs. They're going to be the Sky Chiefs. They're never going to be the Mets. Right, right. So, but yeah, I, I do take in a few games a year. Um, it, last year was last year was hard not being able to go. I, yeah. I, I love to go and sit at the ballpark and watch a game. You know, when I was when I was my son's age and younger, my dad would take me to the games. How I got to my to my love of baseball was just going and watching. And I would go and I would I mean I would let you go and fill out the scorecard in the book, you know, and yeah. sit there for the whole game and watch it. People don't understand why I like baseball. I mean, please don't get me wrong, it is boring to watch. You know, it's tough, it's a tough game to watch, uh, you know, to sit at home and watch. It, at the ballpark is different, but at yeah. home, it is so hard to watch a game start to finish in your living room. People watch, like to watch it because they like to see guys hit home runs. I don't like that. I'm, I'm not a home run guy. I'm more pitching and defense. I would rather see a guy turn a double play than a guy hit a 500-foot home run. I would rather see a guy move the guy from first to second or from second to third with one out and a hit to the right side than the guy to hit, try to hit the ball over everybody's head. It's just, to me, it's the, it's the strategy and the science of the game for me. So. I think you see more of that when you get to see a live game. I mean, I don't care if it's single A or triple A. Yeah. I, I honestly think that you can enjoy the game a lot more. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff going on. There's a the peripheral stuff. I mean, there's, you know, the interaction with other people, you know, there's the stuff on the sidelines, yep. you know, there's the things that happen that you, you know, that they keep out of the, you know, the video. Right. All, the, but yeah. I, I, all the stuff going on. It's the a great time. Yeah. Yep. And, it's, and even the stuff in the stands is fun to, it's fun to watch when you're at the ballpark. It's just the other, like you said, the interaction. Yeah. With them, it's just, it's so yeah. nice. It's so, it's just so, I don't know. It's just so calming to me, which is weird. I think, but I think I'd be a bigger baseball fan and I don't like to watch sports on TV. I, I don't even like this to watch the stuff that I'm into. I'm not really into you know, football, baseball, whatever, but the stuff I'm into, I can't watch that on TV, but if I go to a live event, Oh hell yeah! All different vibes. So much going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you you see the intricacies of of uh, of the interaction, and I mean, when I was I, I was spent some time in California, um, an internship, and and uh, then a uh, job after that, and that's when I got to go see some some of the single and triple A ball. Before that, I never went to a baseball game, and I'm like, why? Why did I ever miss this? I, if I had if I had had a chance to do that when I was a kid, I'd be a huge baseball fan. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a whole so world of difference. Fun. It is. It, like it I said, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. whole new vibe. Right. Now I've, I've gone, I've seen no hitters on TV. I've seen a perfect game on TV. I went and watched the Chiefs one night and I watched and I was there and I watched the guy had take a no hitter into the eighth inning. Watching it on TV as opposed to watching it live, Kev, you're right. It is a huge difference because at home you're not you know, you're 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 into it and you're like, but at the ballpark, everybody's into it. Yes. And if it's if it gets yeah. to be the ninth inning, forget about it. I don't care if it's the opposing team. Yeah. The no hitter going. You do, even the fans of the home team are rooting for the guy to throw a no hitter. And on, on top of that, they're rooting oh, yeah. for the team to get a hit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's both ways. If he throws a no hitter, they're yeah. happy. If they get a hit, they're ecstatic. It's just, it's different being yeah. in the ballpark. I yeah. don't disagree with you, Kevin. I think you're right. I think and it, it just if you're there, it's just it's completely different than being at home watching it. I think the stuff you're talking about too, the minor league stuff. I think. I think you see a lot more of that just baseball fans, not yeah. fans of specific teams, yep. but baseball fans. Yep. And I think that's where the energy comes from. I mean, the, the stands don't have to be full for you to really have a good time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, I, I'd love to go see more of that stuff. Right. And, and, no, and, no, and like you're talking about, it's, it's, more, it's more cost efficient to go to a minor league game. You can go to the Chiefs game oh, yeah. for like, and get two good seats, a hot dog, and a drink for forty bucks. Yes, maybe maybe fifty. Yeah, you go to a major league ballpark. If you that, can, yeah. you can get seats in the upper deck for less than one hundred and fifty dollars a seat. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't. I was because I was. I always want to take my son. When I was growing up, excuse me, my dad used to take us, me and my brother, every year to New York City. Now, I'm not a Yankees fan, but when I was growing up, I loved Don Mattingly. He just epitomized baseball thing, hardworking, didn't have the most talent, but he was always gritty. And we would go every year and watch a baseball game in New York City, and we would get fantastic seats. And it wasn't that expensive. We're, now we're talking oh, about, really? We're talking about late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay. Before the boom. Before the boom. You try to go to Yankee Stadium now, you can't get the upper deck for less than three. It's ridiculous. So you, you can't even go and stay. We would go and stay. And we'd go to a three-game series in New York City and stay, and it probably cost us less than 500 bucks. Jeez. Wow. Wow. For, for three seats, three games, and a hotel, probably cost you less than 500 bucks. Now you couldn't do that. You can't do that for one game. No. Nope. Or, or one night in a hotel room. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. So you basically you're, you have to go down, drive down to a day game, and then drive back at night. So four hours down, four hours back, and four hours at the ballpark. I mean, long yeah. day. Yeah. So, so you're if, you're, you're right, Kevin. You, to me, it'd be better just to take your family. If you want to take your kids to a game to get them into a game, take them to a minor league game. It's so much less expensive, and the players in the, in the minor leagues play harder. Yes. Because they're looking to get. Yeah. So, yeah, they're there to play. Yeah, you know, they're not there to to, to be a show. They're there to play. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just before we get off the topic, if you ever want to go to New York City and do anything, see a show, go to a game, talk to me first. 
Okay. I've got the way to go and not cost a whole hell of a lot of money. All right. The company's and dying. I don't mean have company the company send you. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. That's that's much better. Don't get me wrong. That's much better. The way I have it's out of your own pocket and it, and it's it's not bad. The price is you end up not spending a whole hell of a lot of money. You can have a great time. Nice. That's it for me. Yeah. And and now he's a travel agent. <laughs> well, no, no, his I, background's appropriate then. <laughs> I I grew up in upstate New York and I never cared two shits about the city, to be completely honest with you. A few years ago, some friends of mine and I got together and were like, ah, let's go see the International Motorcycle Show in New York City. From that time on, I learned the tricks and how to go down, stay inexpensively, but stay well, travel inexpensively, and be able to do whatever you want and, and just have a great time. And it's not expensive. And I, 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 we've had a great time every time we've gone. And I'll share it with anybody that wants to hear. Nice. Hugh, I think that's how we get to cover New York Comic Con. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. But Kev, what's got you geeked? So I never talked about this on the show, I don't think. Um, I'm Our a show? On, uh, no yeah fucking power show excuse me sorry excuse my, excuse my french man i had a hard time with that today and i still didn't get it fixed you think no <laughs> but i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt yeah i got a big having like ptsd right now oh man <laughs> i got a freaking rock on behind it i mean it's not even a freaking boulder it's just it's a it's just huge nasty freaking blockage i've got i can't get past it I'll, I'll figure it out but now i'm what i wanted to, so you said who's got what's got you geeked well so i'm I, i'm gonna call myself a motorcyclist because i like motorcycles i don't give a shit what brand it is as long as it's got two wheels and it and it goes fast and you have fun with it I, I like it i've got a ride coming up some friends of mine put this ride together um there's these things called bdrs backcountry discovery route so they're dirt roads and um, forest roads and ATV trails and things like that that people have put together um, and mapped them when GPS, you know, you get, you get the GPX tracks, you can go download them and you can follow them. You can just download and put them on your own GPS and you just follow them on your own. Well, there's this one called the MABDR, the uh, uh, Mid-Atlantic BDR. It goes from uh, Pennsylvania down to West Virginia. Some friends of mine, are going to do it and they invited me um a couple of weeks ago and it's going to be april 16th through like the 25th or something like that it's 10 day 10 day ride um and i'll meet them in uh, rochester the night before we leave and i gave myself another day on the end uh vacation wise i didn't use so much much of any vacation in 2020 at all so i got all that vacation um i got it all off got the whole time no problem um so I'm really psyched about going. The best part is, is I picked up a motorcycle over the, over the winter. Um, it's a bike that I've been wanting for a while. It's a, it's a, it's a great, you know, on-road, off-road bike. It's a big, it's a big bike, bigger bike. It's a KTM, which is an Austrian brand. Um, and uh, I, the, the thing that got me really excited was today I got an email notification that um, 
some of the parts that I had ordered for it are actually going to be here in the next couple of days. Nice. So in, in order to do a ride like this, you got to be able to carry luggage, you know, something, you know, panniers, which are the side bags, the saddlebags, a trunk, you know, tank bag, stuff like that, you know, so you can cram your underwear in there and some, you know, some tire changing tools and stuff like that. And I didn't have the pannier racks, the, the saddlebag racks. You have to have racks for the bags to go on so they don't sit against the bike, so they don't sit against the swing arm and the exhaust and stuff like that. Well, the, the set I had ordered um, was on back order, and I didn't know if I was going to get it in time or not. And I'm so happy to say that I'll have it in the next couple of days. So my bike will be done and I'll be able to take it on this ride. And I'm very, 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 very excited. Uh, it's going to be a great time, but that's, that's where I'm at. Awesome. And now what, uh, what's got me geeked is, uh, I kind of did it in a a little mini vacation this week. I I didn't work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, uh, I took the opportunity to just to, to hang out with the kids and I don't know if any of you guys saw it on Facebook. Yeah, I know. Um, I kind of, we, we, I kind of threw it all to the wind and we, we just had a bunch of fun, um, along with appointments. We had doctor's appointments every day that I was off, <laughs> but we also did stuff like I, I took the kids out to breakfast one day. I um, saw that on Facebook. Yep. Uh, then the next mm-hmm. day we, we went to the, the park for a picnic as well as going to the zoo with my mom. Um, and, and then, uh, I, and, and along with all this, I didn't make time for actually like wifey time. Um, every night we were watching the monster verse movies to catch up every night, every night. So we, uh, yeah, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> um, oh, man, if you called that the monster verse, hell of a thing to call your sex life. <laughs> I mean, we do call it Kong. Um, <laughs> wow. God. No. Hey, so whatever, she's, whatever she's helps. Godzilla. She Godzilla. Did you say not Zilla? Yeah. No, I said so. She's Godzilla. Ooh, that's ooh, yeah. Um, um, but I, who said that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's she gonna do about it? <laughs> um, I'm just saying, if you're Kong, then she must be Godzilla. That's something you guys came up with. I mean, that's not me. <laughs> um. But uh, I I don't know how I had never seen any of those movies before. Those were actually really good. Like Skull Island was the best out of the three, for sure. Um, but we, we we just what it boils down to is I, I had a blast for three days and then had to come back to work on a Thursday. Um, and uh, just it was basically I let the kids take the lead. They just had a blast and um, it actually rolls right into um our gaming segment so uh how about our valhalla minute okay um moving on what else are we playing guys (laughs) i discovered something this week and paul you're gonna want to know this because you had uh messaged me asking how i got my ps5 uh word of warning all right because my uh, PS4, I, I gave it to Avery, and then she immediately lost it, so it's not hooked up right now. And I need it hooked up because I discovered that your cloud saves don't transfer your saves over for Avengers. You have to go into the game, so I have to power up the PS4 and do a save migration to put it in a special cloud before you can download it on the PlayStation 5. So just be aware 
if you get a PS5, do that. Because don't don't sit down going, all right, I can't wait. I'm going to play Avengers. No, you're not. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, I've played no video games this week, but I did play um, Pokemon Battle Academy. And I don't know if you know what that is, but that's an all-in-one box set that teaches you how to play the Pokemon card game because my kids are ridiculously into these things. So uh, we, we got that box set and we actually all learned how to play it. And um, I think I'm going to steal some of their cards, build a deck just to kick their asses at this point. So do you actually use like the Pokemon cards? Like, yes. Yeah. It, it comes with three decks of cards, pre-built decks already, but they have a ton of cards as it is. And of course they want to build their own decks, but they, no. I'm going to have to build their decks because they don't quite grasp it yet. But, uh, and, and it was pretty funny. Um, Madison mud stomped Kylie, like <laughs> destroyed her. And, and, and Madison is super sweet and nice. And she was trying as hard as she could to not kill Kylie's Pokemon. And I'm like, that's the fucking point of the game. But she was just like, no, no, I won't attack. I'm like, yes, yes, you will. Like do it. Finish her. But yeah, I'm gonna finish her. I have a birthday, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yes, which is coming soon. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. Um, all right, I just had to throw that out there. That's all right. Corb, did you play anything this week? Uh, uh, no, no, that whole pesky work thing keeps getting. Yeah, you played, you played employment. That's I get, but hey, two weeks, I get my first paycheck next week. So awesome. That's where the fun begins. That's where, yeah, so. I've been still living off that government money. I still got government money to save, so I'm, I'm okay. But it's right. nice to see what that first paycheck's going to be like, so I'll know kind of what. Awesome. What I'm getting, so be nice. And then, of course, my uh, my golf is uh, going to be starting. So, <laughs> so that's my what golf. you'll be playing every week. <laughs> yeah, my golf. I go out and actually physically go out and throw my golf clubs around the golf course. Perfect. Hugh, you have anything to add for video gaming? Uh, I already did, dude. Yes, yeah, you did. Well, Avengers, yes. I am, but I'm also watching the list. So, Kev, can you take it away in seven minutes? You uh, uh, Digital or analog? That's up to you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, digital On the digital side, I'm still playing Settlers Online. I don't yes. know if I ever... I, I told I told um, maybe Paul and, and Corbs that before. Um, just hanging out with that. Um, it's in the Easter event right now. And um, I'm... Uh, you know, there's there's different things you can do in there to gain lots of experience. At, and during the events, you can get a hell of a lot more at once. So I'm gaining levels and experience. And um, I'm in with a really good guild. So um, they're very helpful. And it's, it's a good time. It's more, it's more of a, you know, two clicks and go do something else kind of kind of game. Right. Let it roll. Let it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Perfect. And now for your tabletop review, you've got one that I've actually heard of this week. Oh, all right. Well, that is me. So, all right. So this week, and again, I'm going to plug the website that I use uh, to get all the information that I get on tabletop games. And that is boardgamegeek.com. Now, uh, this website is fantastic. Um, it's run by a couple of guys, one, one in particular that I've seen on a, on a few podcasts, um, and uh, I, I can't think of his name right now. I probably had way too much bourbon tonight. Um, <laughs> and, and my memory is bad because I'm old. But anyway, um, 
boardgamegeek.com. You go on there, you can get all sorts of reviews and you can read um, what, what real people think about these games. And they have ratings, um, they have uh, wa- uh, playthroughs, um, all sorts of great information. But tonight's game, and I, uh, this is one of the two that I have of this, of this series. It's called, oh, can you see it? Sometimes Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride. Okay. Now, this one is um, disappearing. Days of Wonder. Now, what Ticket to Ride is, is um, it, it, they call it. They call it a rails sort of game. So it, it's, it's, it's about connecting your train routes from, in this case, one side of the United States to the other. Now, the idea is the longer the route that you can connect, the more points you get. So if you have a route that has, let's say, six or seven parts, you're going to get a little bit more of a bonus than somebody that has a route that only has two parts. And if you can have a contiguous line that is the longest of any of the game, you get even more points. So there's a lot of different ways to gain points, and there's ways that you can you can um, uh, gain more routes, and you can block other players. Um, it's got a phenomenal uh, uh, board that you put out, very artistic, very well thought out, very well built. Um, let's see if I can show you the back of this. Oh, you had it shows the um uh, let's see if i can do it again i know it's hard i know i don't know what's going on with this that board okay. looks just like the Look planet it up. earth ticket to ride yeah i know ticket to ride uh days of wonder look it up on boardgamegeek.com and i'm i'm fuzzy am i fuzzy to you guys no yeah. it must I'm be fuzzy you. to me yes right. you are <laughs> very right, fuzzy hold on a second let me do this because this fixed it last time there you hey, go yeah you swapped your so my camera has a hard time focusing. Um, very, very um, on the on the easier side uh, to to play. Uh, quick to learn. Um, so if you're playing with folks that, like I said before, don't really want to take the time to learn the intricate uh, rules of a game, um, they just want to get in and start playing. Maybe you're playing with a bunch of alcoholics like me um or you're just playing with people with short memory like my wife um or short attention span i should say um this is a game that they can jump right into and you can be playing within a few minutes and for 60 to 90 minutes you can be having a great time um and uh i I highly suggest it i know a few people that have these different and and that's the great thing about ticket to ride there's different game so i have two of these um the other one i have which i'll do i'll probably do a review of later on or uh um, if if i ever get invited back it actually has two versions because the board the play board itself actually has a front and a back so you can play it two different uh two different ways um you find these all over we found this one in syracuse again same place we found the other games um read the the game game, read the story or yeah 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 that one that one and um you know both of the ticket to ride that i have we found there so and i know that they have them there last time i was there uh, which wasn't about a week ago i think i saw a couple different versions of this there um a lot of fun for um you know anybody that you can think of that would be interested in playing a board game that's different than you know than than just playing the the same old monopoly all the time It's, it's a lot of fun 
All right. And uh, that's good timing. We are, uh, we're going to cut to break and we're going to come back and do the news. So stay with us. The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. That's www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note, dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. And we are back and going right into the news. Now, things are going to be a little different this week, guys, uh, because I don't actually have news stories. I'm going to go with April Fool's news, the April fuck yous, all the fake news that's fit to print. Now, mostly because um, our, our my last little news thing, I got uh, stung by this yesterday. I, I got had. And it made me super, super, super happy. And then it made me really sad when I realized what day it was. Uh, so first up, when the brew hits your eye like a big pizza pie, Budweiser did not really announce a new pizza flavored seltzer line um, yesterday. Uh, what came out was pictures. I don't know if you saw these, but there were four flavors. There's pepperoni, extra cheese, veggie, and anchovy. The fake out missed uh, America's most asked for seltzer pizza flavor, which would be meat lovers uh next up a cheesy complexion velveta cheese definitely didn't really announce a v by velveta skincare line touted as uh the hottest skincare line never to drop now this might have been a good idea if you really give a give it some thought between doritos and cheese puffs there's a subset of basement dwellers whose faces are covered in fake cheese anyway so let's make that work for them right finally don't go breaking my heart Comicbook.com uh, posted yesterday saying Warner Brothers had decided to go forward with two Zack Snyder Justice League sequels based on the enormous response it received. This was presented as fact. And I, I Paul, I'm betting you probably saw this, uh, this particular news story. Did you? Um, yeah, it was kind of presented as fact. It was, I didn't see any indication that it was a joke. Fuck you, comicbook.com. You were dead to me. All right. I just, I mean, did it break your heart, Paul? Did you get excited when you saw that? Yes, I was super psyched for it. And then reality hit. Yeah, I did. I got ASMR, you know, that whole head tingly feeling. I'm sitting at the table. My <laughs> wife's like, what? I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. And then I'm like, she's like, honey, it's April fools. I'm like, oh, I just, <laughs> it's awful. Fuck you. Comic book, com, uh, comic book.com. I see. I can't even say their name right because they suck. And that's the news, kids. Now I'm going to go slap on my stethoscope and lie to, a fat, to fat people about their health. Paul? In other news, 3D Doritos are, in fact, 
just closed bugles. Back to you, Corbs. That's over the top. Dude. Speaking of over the top, that's the movie this week. So, Over the Top, starring Sylvester Stallone, um, directed by somebody whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Uh, it was released in 1987. All right, so, in Over the Top, Lincoln Hawk, played by Sly Stallone, as a truck driver, long-haul trucker, shows up many years after walking out on his kid to take custody of his son, Michael, on the day he graduates military academy. Michael resents Hawk's sudden return into his life and believes everything bad his grandfather has told him about Hawk. Hawk does everything he can to try to earn the boy's trust while teaching him values such as determination and perseverance through a sport in which Hawk is considered to be a champion. Arm wrestling. Meanwhile, Michael's grandfather try does everything he can to reclaim custody of his grandson and when michael's mother finally passes away the grandfather offers hawk a large sum of money to just simply walk away but things start to change when hawk enters the international arm wrestling championships in las vegas michael realizes that his father had tried to maintain contact all along but never received any of the letters written by his father. When he learns this, he must escape his grandfather's mansion and find a way to get to Las Vegas and cheer on Hawk so he can win the grand prize and start his own trucking company. That is the gist of the movie in a nutshell. Um, it's, it's based around arm wrestling, but it's more of a father-son deadbeat dad type movie type thing um not one of Stallone's best movies speaking of deadbeat dads <laughs> <laughs> um i'm only giving it two out of five so five uh, yeah they are usually five stars my bad what the hell is your problem did you, did you forget the star system or did you get caught up in the arm wrestling that's where it got me. The yeah, actually, wrestling. you know, he's still trying to figure out why we call him Sly because his name is spelled S Y L, not S L Y. It should be Sill. <laughs> so that's all I got on that one. Um, yeah. So so when you gave me this one, um, I went looking for our our good friend uh, Roger Ebert's review. Nothing. No, because he fucking hated this movie so much that there is no review on there. So I had to go and find one from February 12th, 1987 from the New York Times by um, our, our new friend, Janet Maslin. And here's her review. You ready, guys? It took Colossal Crust. More specifically, it took Sylvester Stallone to make a film that is largely about arm wrestling. Duh. It isn't that exciting to watch, and it's not the sport of kings either. But Mr. Stallone saw the potential for something Rocky-like in this subject. No, not even a little bit. As indeed, he sees it everywhere. Okay, I should have kept reading. (laughs) So, Over the Top, which opens today at the Criterion and other theaters. Who cares where it was at? Sorry. It tells of a modest, bashful trucker named Lincoln Hawk. Bashful? Has anyone ever called Stallone bashful before? or sense 
Um, Mr. Stallone sure can write names for himself, whose gift for arm wrestling may just take him to the top. The screenplay by Mr. Stallone and Sterling Siliphant doesn't even make sense. A lot of it has to do with Hawk's efforts to win back the love of his estranged 12-year-old son, Michael, played by David Mendenhall, whose mother, played by Susan Blakely, kept the boy away from Hawk, but changed her mind when she became mortally ill. The boy exists partly as a plot expedient and partly as a sounding board for Hawk's philosophy, which is garbled even by Mr. Stallone's standards. <laughs> Winning isn't everything. Hawk teaches the boy, though it's pretty clear he lives for little else. <laughs> and even if you lose, you can lose like a winner. That's good too. But whatever you do, never give up. The boy is able to parrot this right back to his father by the time the story is over. Sign up for the movie's update. Whoops. I forgot to get that part out of there. <laughs> uh, Mr. Stallone assumes a humble air as the trucker whose work is never fully documented. It may be the, that he only drives to the gym at the hair salon. The star has been very nicely groomed and has developed biceps worth showing off. A lucky thing since they're on, the, on camera most of the time. Menahem Golan, who directed Over the Top, concentrates admiringly on the Stallone physique and later branches out to pay a similar attention to a number of huge, mean-looking galoots who play the cream of the world's arm wrestling talent. Some of the final arm wrestling matches, pitting Mr. Stallone against these behemoths, feature slow-motion photography, abundant grunts, and horrid little crunching sounds. Mr. Stallone has also given himself a rich adversary in the form of Robert Loggia. Loggia? Loggia. Loggia. Who Lugie. plays Loogie? Loogie. There you go. Bobby Loogie. Who plays Hawk's powerful father in law. Poor Mr. Loggia. Loggia. God damn it. They got to keep using the name. Must grapple with absolutely hopeless dialogue, such as, Do you actually think you can get away with what you've done? and endure the humiliation of having Mr. Stallone drive a truck through the gates of his mansion and across the lawn. This is the kind of film in which the mansion's front lawn includes lots of white statuary, and Mr. Stallone breaks it all. The film seems to advocate reason as a good first approach to any problem and all-out destruction as the next best thing. Over the Top, which is one of Mr. Stallone's more muddled efforts, but by no means a flop on the order of fist or rhinestone includes a phenomenal number of plugs for various products brute cologne adidas sportswear and the las vegas hilton are featured prominently and often there are smaller but unmistakable plugs for pepsi cola duracell batteries and many others this review doesn't even give a star rating for this dumpster fire dumpster fire is pretty close yeah um all i remember of it and and i'm i'm kicking myself for not my wearing my hat tonight was the whole slow motion turning the hat around and the was there anything i missed and over the top that's like every still on movie except for the hat (laughs) except for the hat but yeah that's uh that was over the top I, i i'm not gonna lie corbs when when you sent me the text message i really did cringe like for real that this was gonna be the movie they can't all be winners. Yeah, seriously, I've been like... I mean, I've, no, 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 you're not wrong. And, and we have to highlight some of the shit. It yeah. sounds like a really good movie. How because much have you had, had to drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's had to have seen it. Everybody our age has run into this fucking movie somehow. 
Yeah. Well, unless you're from a different planet. Mm. Like Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at you. There you go. See? <laughs> I run Tatooine. All right. Um, so yeah, there there was there was our classic movie review. Um I wouldn't call it a classic. Okay. You're, I've, that's I, we've, fair we've, point. we've reviewed some classics. This one this is not a dumpster fire. <laughs> this may be the first line of a real bad dumpster fires. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh we're gonna switch gears and uh Hugh, take it away. All right. So um I don't know if this is a part PSA, part rant. I'm going to get a little personal because uh, some things happened today. And, you know, uh, you know, when we started this, Paul, we kind of said, you know, there were no rules or, you know, we, we kind of put everything out there. Um, so first of all, I want to say if uh, I happen to run into the physician's assistant or maybe he's a doctor now, but the man named Darren Kui, who I actually thought was really cool and said some nice things about um, on this program uh, a few months ago. If I ever see him again, I'm going to wrap his impossibly skinny frame around a telephone pole twice and then run into that pole with my car twice, assuming my car can still run after hitting it once. Um, so I uh, finally got insurance last fall. And in October, I went to the doctor, blood drop, everything. Uh, and I, I think I told you this, Paul, it started because I had that issue while we were in Maine and I had to see the doctor. Well, I got a doctor, got a checkup, got everything. Doctor said, everything's fine. You know, everything looks good. I'm like, wow, you know, I'm a fat guy. Uh, at that point, you know, I was drinking a lot still. Well, not a lot, but drinking. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of figured it was going to be bad news. My wife thought it was going to be bad news. And he's like, no, everything's fine. Uh, when uh, Damara went to the doctor the last time, they said, oh, by the way, we need to set up an appointment with your husband. And she set the appointment, came home. And she said, yeah, they said they want you to come in. I'm like what? And uh, she thought, you know, maybe it was because he left the practice. Right. And uh, the, the new doctor wanted to see me for some reason. I thought, hey, they just want another 30 bucks, but whatever. OK, right. the doctor says you got to go. You got to go. In the meantime, over the past few months, I've gotten out now up to four um, specialists that I was referred to um, by uh, Darren Quee. And uh, I hope we can't get in legal trouble for this, Paul. I don't care. But uh, uh, I've been referred to these people are calling me like, yeah, you know, we got a referral that you want an appointment. I'm like, I didn't talk to this guy about any of this stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, he, he apparently was referring me everywhere. I don't know if doctors get kickbacks for that or they get paid for referrals. Um, he had me taking that crazy expensive uh, migraine medicine when that wasn't even a thing that I, uh, I really brought up or, or was you know concerned about, uh, but he was giving me like texting me coupons so that I didn't have to pay for it. Or so it was like free or something. It was, it was really weird. Um, I get in there today and she's like, you know, ask me how I'm feeling, what's going on. She's like, oh, I wanted to talk about your numbers. And she pulls up my blood lab from before. And not only is, is my cholesterol bad that they, they want to put me on medication, but uh, they had me do more blood today. Now, I don't know this yet. I'm probably going to learn this really quick, um, but you, I'm diabetic. Okay. Like not pre-diabetes. I'm diabetic, like straight on boom. And I have been at least since I got my blood drawn last year in November, no, October, I'm sorry. And here, here's the crazy thing. Um, that number you and Corbs talk about. I remember. I don't know what it's called. A one C. Okay. Okay. You know what my number is? Twelve. That's bad. Yeah. yeah that's... I, I mean, I don't understand how this works, but you guys were like, "Man, I really need to get it down to like what is it under six? I think I've just under seven. Under, under seven is good. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, Twelve. Uh. Which is really bad. And which means your sugars are over three hundred. Yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. This is information that I should have known 
Yes. Um, six because, months. yeah, you Five should have been ago. turning this around already. Yeah. 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 Can't um, you I, die if this is like not get, under control? Yes. Really, really high. Yes. You can go into a diabetic coma. What? And, and this guy, complete. I mean, even today, I'm sitting there, my new doctor, Colleen. She's like, well, I don't understand how he could have missed this. I'm like, I really don't think that this could be missed. Something else is going on here. And she's like, mm-hmm. and everybody I talked to there, I was like, you know, even before I got that news, I was talking to the nurse. I was trying to get some information. I'm like, so yeah, it was weird. You know, Darren left your practice and uh, all of a sudden I'm getting all these calls. She's like, oh, Darren's a goof. I, everybody acted weird about it. Like, you know, something weird is going on there. So um, I, I'm going to make a complaint to the attorney general. Uh, which I guess maybe is he's in jail. Uh, no, he's not. He he left um, mm-hmm. St. Joe's Physicians to go work downtown at some place that serves uh, low income people. Because I, I looked up his Facebook because I tracked him down because uh, I wanted to see what the hell is going on. So he moved. To, I mean, that does not sound like it's a cherry job. Okay, working with you know the the drug addicts and things like that. Um, something went down, um, and I I mean they they should have. Somebody should have been looking at this. I mean, is he the only person that looks at these results? I'm I'm really angry that I was told point blank that I was fine. Yeah, that's bad. It is. And uh, it is not too far off of how I found out I was diabetic. Really? Yeah. Uh, it used to be we used to have to do yearly screenings um, for our insurance. I'm on, I'm on Kristen's insurance. And we went the first year. Everything was fine. Second year, I went back for it. And they give you your paperwork and send you out the door. I come home, I throw it onto the counter like I always do. And that's when Kristen discovered that my sugar levels were over 300. And she's like, you're not fine. Like, you need to get to a doctor. Um, so, I mean, I didn't get all the being sent to these different specialists and, and all that. It's just literally the lady wrote everything down and just handed it to me and nothing was said. Wow. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, I would have carried on the same way without knowing anything if Kristen wouldn't have been nosy and looking at my paperwork. Yeah. So. I, I, no, I, I never had anything like that. Like, I for the long time never went to the, I wouldn't go to the doctors. I didn't go to the doctors, didn't go to the doctors. The reason I started, had went back to the doctors, and I don't know if you, Paul, you know this or whatnot, but when you become, <laughs> no, <laughs> because of, that's different. Um, so for those of you that still listen to the audio version of this podcast, I just made a hand motion like Corbs couldn't get it up. That's where we we're going with that. Um, just... <laughs> thank you for explaining that. I keep forgetting that not everyone has switched over to the YouTube version of the show yet. I actually wasn't looking, so I'm glad that he said something. Okay. But, but I'm the, sorry, continue. The reason I decided to go back to the doctors was my feet were were like tingling oh so which isn't good either no that's a scary side effect too yeah. yeah so that's that's when i went to the doctors and i explained that to her and i just i straight up told her i said look i haven't been to doctors in like 10 years i said the reason i'm here is i know i have I, and i said i know i'm i know i'm either pre-diabetic on my way or whatever and she and i said because my feet I, I still have feeling in my feet. I can still feel things in my feet. Don't don't understand it. It's different because when you become diabetic at some point, if you don't keep it under check, you will lose feeling in your feet. Yes. And then you, you will lose check. those feet. You, yes. Yeah. Right yeah. before you lose them. Yeah. So that scared me a lot. And my, as you guys know, my mother is a diabetic. She's been a diabetic for 30 years. My brother is a diabetic. 
you guys know the issue with my brother. I told you guys off camera what's going on with him. I don't know if I said it on camera. No, you you dodged that. Yeah. Um, he's a diabetic, so I, you know, that it, it scared the living shit out of me. You know, and I and I I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't control my blood my blood sugar. I don't. I don't eat right. I have never ate right. But. It's time. If you get to that point, you have, it's a life change. Paul, you know, this, you, you will understand this. It is an all out life change because if you don't control it, it is a death sentence. Oh yeah. And it's a, a horrible, horrible, it's a horrible, death sentence horrible too. To because literally it's, you will lose body parts. You will yes. lose fingers. You will lose toes. You will eventually lose feet. It's, it's scary shit. And I, I mean, I know I sound very hypocritical because I have been one of the least healthy people. Like I eat like a fucking crazy person. I drink heavily. And I mean, it's, and I even realized it was time for a change and, and I've been pretty good about sticking with it. I've got, I've got an app I'm using that has really helped me with that. And it's called my fitness pal. And I just, it's a daily diary of just putting in what I'm eating in it and let you know what you need for your calories. And that's how I've dropped almost six pounds in wow. a month. Good for you. Yeah. Um, other, and I mean, other- it, it helps that Kristen's huge on a health kick. She's, she's making healthy meals that yeah, most her, of the time her, I don't post, feel so. like I want to cut my wrists when I eat them, sure. but um, the food is the hardest part. And, and you know what? No one's going to expect you to be 100% all the time. You're, you're going to have days where you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I need a Whopper. Right. And you're going to do it. And right. you right. find ways to juggle Like it. all the days ending in Y? <laughs> Basically what it was. But now it's gotten right to. Now. Yeah. Now, um, now, now it's only, only days with A's in them. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, okay. You had to think it's, about it. Yes. To go That's find the beauty of concussions. Well, I, I have uh, the doctor said she was going to look at my the blood they took today and that she was going to call me tomorrow um, okay. because she's in tomorrow and kind of tell me. I mean, I'm assuming that I'm immediately getting put on metformin. I'll be making a trip to the uh, pharmacy tomorrow. Yeah, uh, that's where they always start. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that with some adjust with that and some adjustments to uh, you know the way I eat, you know, I can at least p- start pointing things in the right direction. I mean, I, man, you know, I. The one, the one thing that they'll, they'll, they'll put you on metformin, they'll put you on, and Paul, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Everestatin, do you take that, Paul, for cholesterol? Um, I take one of them. I was taking statins, but Kristen stepped in because with her being in the medical field, she said the statins are bad news. Okay. So she forced my doctor to find alternatives. Why okay. are they bad news? Because I may need I- to be armed with that information don't remember i will have to ask her and we'll we'll reconvene tomorrow with that let me know too because i do take ever ever of a statin for Wait, a, a torva statin yeah yeah yeah. that one's not bad i'm on that one as well a torva statin's an okay for, one for your cholesterol yes okay and then i take uh something for blood pressure starts with an l lisinopril might be it yeah yeah just on, one, i'm gonna that one, that one i don't have to take anymore my blood pressure has come way way, way mine did the same thing when you start dropping the weight that's i what actually i don't have a problem with that my blood pressure was 118 over Good. 72 that's, that's awesome yeah, yeah. how that's do i perfect. have fantastic blood pressure at my size and issues 
How is that possible? Um, it, it is possible because you know, you know, whose labs are always perfect. Kristen's. So it's just a lot of it is genetics and I, mine, my family, I come by it naturally through my family. Like all of my family was a fucking train wreck with their health. So, um, but you know what? I mean, off mic, you've got a couple of good resources cause we've already been through the shit. So yeah, feel free to ask questions. I've lived well, there for 30, for 30 I, years I, with my mom. So if you have any questions, please I've read that metformin actually helps with weight loss as well. And it's also it known as the shitting your guts out drug. It, it can is, be. It is. And I, and I will, I will attest to that. I took that. I started taking that and my son and my mother will tell you, I had the worst gas you could ever imagine. I already do. This oh, no, 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 no. It's, it will it, get worse. Trust me. It is. I literally could clear out in a restaurant if I sat in the back corner and farted. Perfect. It was that bad. Like my mother couldn't stay in the same room. Now she's taken metformin. She knows the side effects to it. It was so bad that I, I had to, and you're not wrong, Hugh. I literally sat on the toilet for 30 minutes and did not stop shitting. It, you'll lose weight because you won't be able to keep anything in your system. It didn't do that to me. I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't get those symptoms. There's people like Paul. It doesn't have any effect. My sister-in-law was on metformin. No effect to it. I take it, and I couldn't stay off the damn toilet. I literally had to call in sick to work because I couldn't get off the fucking toilet. Milk does that to me. Milk? You're lactose intolerant? Yeah. I I don't... I like milk. Nobody around me does. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. So if, if, if you have an issue with that, I take, and I don't know if you take the same thing, but I take Ozempic. I take Ozempic and I take Zig Duo, which is the pill that, uh, that sounds like a band name. Yeah. And no one can ever like pronounce it right. Like even at the pharmacy and stuff, they're always, they try and fancy up the name and I'm like, no, it's just like, it sounds Zig Duo. Ladies and gentlemen, Zig Duo. I love that guy. I saw him wrestle in 86. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Yeah. He, was the minute, he, was the, he was one of the little tiny wrestlers, right? Yes. Can, can we agree that, that wrestling and MMA are the only two sports that are better on TV than live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I no. Hold on now. I saw a WW what did it use what did it used to be way F. back when WWF or something like that back at the Fulton War Memorial when I was a kid and the the killer bees were there. Oh the killer bees dude yes. I'm telling you it was awesome. It Wait. was freaking awesome. Is that where you got the inspiration for the mustache? Because B. Brian no. Blair had the same mustache, didn't he? No. Hmm. It's, it's not like you can go, I'm going to grow a mustache like that guy. You don't have that much control. <laughs> you don't have the option. No. We went over that last week. <laughs> um, see, but I know what you're saying, Hugh, because I've been to plenty of live WW. <laughs> 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 Sorry. WWF, WWE um, events. And oh wow, does it make it look even more fake? 
Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not saying it's not fun to go because you got the crowd and you get to see the guys live, but on TV, you get a more complete experience with the commentary, the the different angles. Yeah. You can actually see shit. I mean, I, I, w- I went to a show once as well. I saw um, Hulk Hogan uh, against Sar- Sergeant Slaughter and uh, Macho Man and uh, either Jimmy Snooker or Jake the Snake. Uh, but th- it was it was a good card. It was right there at the uh, Syracuse War Memorial. And um, I was up like uh, there was nothing behind me except the wall. I was up as high and as far away from it as you could possibly be. Uh, but my dad bought me a foam Hulk Hogan finger. So I was happy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, unless you're in the front row, you're, you're not getting a great experience. And even then you're going to miss things that you get to see on TV. Yeah. I was at the exact same event. Really? And I had the exact same experience. We were also nosebleed seats. Oh my God. We might've been yeah. next to each other. We, we could have been. I was like 10 years old, nine, yep. 10 years old. And, and Hogan stayed in the ring for like 20 minutes after the event was over flexing. Uh, I, maybe I don't so, even remember much. And I couldn't see much. I mean, right. it might've been him. It, it might've been someone else. Maybe I thought it was the guy cleaning the ring. I couldn't right. tell. Could have been the jizmopper. Who knows? <laughs> so the funny thing, my, uh, my father used to be a police officer. Well, well, it used to because he's retired. He used to work the wrestling shows. Nice. Oh, wow. So he used to go. He used to he used to go backstage with the guys. Um, so one time when they're there, my dad's walking the guys to the ring, and one of the guys is Jake the Snake. He walks Jake the Snake out to the ring. Now my dad is deathly, and I will say deathly <laughs> afraid of snake. Oh God. So. Jake comes to the door. My dad meets him at the door. He's just getting ready to walk out. He says, Jake, do me a favor, please. Leave the snake in the bag. He says, I'm definitely afraid of snakes. If you pull the snake out, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> so Jake is like, Mr. Corbett, no problems, no problems. I won't pull the snake out this time. I promise. Keep him in the bag. Goes through the match. He's wrestling. So he hits the guy with the DDT. And the snake is in the corner where my dad is sitting. Oh, God. And he walks over and he's got this shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> Takes the bag out, whips the snake out over the chest of this guy. And now my dad is beat Screaming white. like the girl behind you? Oh, beat. <laughs> <laughs> he is beat white. So he picks up the snake, Jake does, and stares at my father. <laughs> that sounds like him. Yep. And then proceeds to chase my father <gasps> out of the ring area. Oh my God. With <laughs> the snake great. in his hand, laughing the whole way behind him. <laughs> yes. Tell me that's on film somewhere. I have no idea. I couldn't no, tell you. Not if it was it's gotta be. But that oh my and I was at the show. Because he, he when he worked, he used to take us. Right. Oh my God. That's awesome. Hysterical. And, and going to these shows, I met people. I've met Hogan. I met Macho Man Savage. Um, Bret Hart. I met him and his wife. Um, a couple of the Slick Rick. <laughs> I met the, the Macho Man. Now, you, you, guys are all, you guys are all wrestling fans. You know who Macho Man is. You're not the only guy to meet Bret Hart's wife, but that's a different story. That's <laughs> a very different story. Um <laughs> Macho Man was that way, like over the top. You brother, when we met him, like, I he believe carried it. On the, he carried on persona. But when my father was, because he had to make a phone call, 
when he was there. He had to make a phone call. So he was using the payphone in the lobby. And you guys know as well as I do, these guys go out anywhere outside of the, the arena and they're hounded by fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially a big name like that. Right. So my dad was had to stay with him by the phone so nobody bothered him because people would come up and want an autograph while he was on the phone. So he did that and my, he said to my dad, he goes, look, anything that you, you want, you name it and I will do it for you for just for doing this for me to keep these people away from me. He goes, all I want you to do is meet my kids. He goes, bring them down before my match. No problem. That's awesome. Walked walk down there, shook his hand, and he That's was, awesome. oh, my God, ripped. Shockingly, he was, I mean, but they we're talking back in the 80s, 80, you know, 88. That's what steroids do. Steroid, right, right. But those guys, all of them, were just great people to meet and talk to. Like, I, I used to go, when they were here, they would go to the Denny's on 7th North Street. <laughs> yep. And we would go to the shows and we'd go to Denny's afterward. And these guys would all show up there and yep. they'd carry on with the fans there at the Denny's. And it mm-hmm. would only be a few, not a lot of people knew that they would go there. A lot of times they'd close the Denny's, but if you got in before, you could stay in there. So right. we would go, like we would leave the show like a half an hour or so early and then drive to Denny's and 7th North Street and sit there and wait for these guys to show up. And they'd come in and have a great time with you. Laughing, joking, food fights, <laughs> stuff like that. And the people at Denny's didn't care because they were, I mean, they, they would leave them thousands of dollars just for sitting in there with them. It was just a great time. So yep. the shows, obviously, I agree with you outside. Watching it from home is different than watching it there. But I always had a good time when I went just because I, I was able to do more things than most people could get to do. I'm not saying that is a, but it's just, I, I I was uh, the reason I, I love telling that story about Jake Snake, the Jake Snake of my father, because it's hysterical. And my dad tells it all the time too. When I when we talk, oh, I'm sure that that would be one of my highlight yeah, the, real stories too. Yeah, the the show I saw at the Fulton War Memorial. You know, the the reason I remember it the most is because afterwards we were at the Seven Eleven right down the road, and a couple of the wrestlers came in, and you know. They immediately got surrounded by people and they, they just stood there and they're just talking. They're just yeah. talking to everybody. And I just stood there. I'm like, well, hey, you know, hi, how are you? You know, I didn't know who they were. Didn't right. matter. Didn't make any difference. You know, now you've got me imagining the macho man Randy Savage using a payphone to make a call. Like he's like, you know, gets on there and it's a simple question like, Do you see my blue socks? I can't find them. Can you speak up? It's really loud here. Oh, yeah. You know, something stupid like that. Right. <laughs> Making a only, normal phone call. And my only thing is, I watched uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which is a TV show on Vice. Yeah, I watched it. And they talked about Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth and the relationship that they had, which wasn't a great relationship. So going back and thinking about it, she wasn't there. I wonder if that was a phone call to her. Oh, well, could have been. So, you know. Just kind of shit you look back on now because you know hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, maybe he was like, you know, is Lex there? <laughs> <laughs> Brother. <laughs> All right. I think on that note, um, we're gonna cut the break and we're gonna come back and wrap this thing up. All right. Stay tuned.
The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. That's www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note, dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. We're back, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Uh, so, guys, uh, what's uh, what you got uh, midstream? You know, I, that that just that hits wrong. There, I, I need a, I need a better intro for it. You know, it's not necessarily the, necessarily the name, but it just uh, I think something else when you say that. Which is kind of where I was going with I, it. I'm thinking like, you know, 1997 in a seedy hotel room, pissing all over a hooker. That's what I think of. That's a different, that's for a different time. We, we definitely <laughs> had, what's, Hey, she's what's midstream. I mean. Were we in the military together? Because, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the prerequisite that we had every week, The Walking Dead. Um wasn't my favorite episode but i mean it, it was it, it was cool we're, we're getting to yeah. see a little bit of a meltdown with carol we're on the tail end of this i mean it's all filler right now you know they're not going to introduce any new villains really they're gonna they're gonna fill it in and they're gonna turn it off just like just like that's that's what kirkland kirk kirkland kirkman kirk, kirkman kirkman that's what he does that's what he does he just said ah, i'm done <laughs> and, and um but the preview for next week yeah, that caught my attention it did but is that actually jeffrey dean morgan in that chair i yeah. mean i know they're not digitally de-aging him for this because they couldn't afford that but it, correct me if i'm wrong that he looked different a little bit and, and i wonder if, if maybe they actually got another actor to play younger him hmm. no i wouldn't uh, think they would but i it, it, i mean it, it looked like it looked like jeffrey d morgan yeah, I just I, you know I, I think I think I think I think what you're getting Hugh <laughs> is he's got the that jet black hair and no real facial hair to yeah. start. <laughs> you know, though, I mean, I'm familiar with him from other things, though. So it's not just his Negan look. I mean, right. Supernatural. I you know I, I've been watching Jeffrey Dean Morgan for years. So I mean you guys are probably right, but my wife and I both we watched it, you know, backed it up to watch it again. And I'm like, it, I mean it looks like him, but it doesn't look like him. 
you know, now, you know, I, I would buy if you said that was him de-aged digitally because right. that always looks a little funky, but yeah. I know that they couldn't afford to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe they could, but I wouldn't think they would. Have been able to do that. AMC could afford to do that. Yeah. But would they dump that kind of money onto a, a filler show of the walking dead? Well, yeah, they got a movie coming. Yeah. They've got all sorts of other properties coming. have a movie coming. Um, They've had it coming for a while. Yeah. yeah, like three years now, and uh, it still still doesn't have a locked script, so they can start yeah. shooting. So, um, I well, really starting to wonder if we're going to see that. I've also heard that maybe the Daryl and Carol spinoff is a a red herring. Really, and that's not actually going happen. to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I hope not. I, I just want them to. Hell, oh, there you go. I want them to continue fear. I I could care less about a movie. Oh, I could care less about World Beyond. I just want them to continue fear. And I know, I know I've harped on that before, but he, I love he doesn't, he doesn't know this though, Paul, I call fear, the walking dead, the good walking dead show. Yes. That's what he yeah. said. Since and day I one. take shit for it, it is. all the time. It is. Well, the best you, no, you, it is. You don't take shit for it anymore. Oh, okay. Because well, when, when they basically rebooted it, yeah, that changed everything for me. Like once we got rid of fucking Nick and, and, and those guys, I was okay. Yeah. With it. I'm, I'm very when Al showed up. I didn't mind Nick so much. When Al showed up, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Al, when she showed up, yep. I think when she showed up, I, I don't think we've gotten a lot of Dwight. I think you're going to see Dwight a little bit more. I like John yep. Dory. Yes. Yep. You know, how are you going to feel when the, Madison the shows The comic back up? book, the comic book like characters, you know, the, the bigger than life characters. It's what brought it, 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 it breathed so much life into that show. In the beginning, it was just, well, this is what happened on the West Coast, right? You know, when it all when when it all went down. Um, now it's wait a minute, this is this is different. This is interesting. This is this is comic book like. Okay, I'm in. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So how are you all gonna feel when Madison shows back up? As long as it's well done, I'm okay with it. Did no, she show back up? She needed. She needed to go. She was not. I mean, her acting style. The, what? What the hell's her name? Um, Kim, Kim Dickens. Kim something. Yeah. yeah. Her acting style never fit this genre. She is a. I don't know what you want to call her. Midwest woman, you know, and she fits that that sort of a genre. She's not a sci-fi actress, not in my opinion, not by anything I've ever seen her do. So, I mean, you know, uh, uh, um, soap opera, you know, uh, rom-com maybe, but you know, uh, nighttime drama, yeah, not a not a not a sci-fi thriller like this. If you call it a thriller, I don't know if you call it a thriller anymore. It's or- not really horror yeah I, I just don't she she never fit she didn't fit see, i thought she was fine i didn't i didn't see any any yeah. issue with her at all and Corbs, yes i think you are going to see her again okay. that almost felt like that that was a, a plot thread that just got dropped yeah well from from things that have been hinted at things that people have discovered from <laughs> casting calls and and places and stuff i for one thing they filmed at the uh, stadium again for really the back half they did yeah. Nice. So, um, and, and we know in the walking dead, if you don't see the person die, they're not dead. That's, right. that's always been true. Okay. You didn't yep. see her die. 
Okay. Right. I, right. There's no, reason, that there's no reason to think that she didn't survive. I mean, she had what was a, she blew something up, but it was something that she could throw or whatever. There's no reason yeah, she, she, could could have, she, had a, she had a road flare in her hand. Yeah. She could have run. Yes. You know, she could so. have gone up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I always and, said that, that she could have just gone up the wall. You know, she was she was at the gate. It was locked and she could have just gone up the wall. And I think that she knew that uh, the character at least knew that she was, I don't want to say poison for her family, but she really wasn't helping. She was good at protecting them, but bad at being a mother yeah. in the right ways. And yeah. it's totally believable. She would have survived and just watched them from afar this whole time. And then mm-hmm. it, when it's most needed, that's when we're going to come back. I, I think I so, see yeah. that. Okay. Along those lines, what about the two Indians? What happened to those guys? We never saw them after they were on the bluff. Yep, and they took a couple of pot shots at the dam. Yeah. Yep. But what happened to them? They just like disappeared, right? Two Indians. You know. They, oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. guys that yeah. were covering, they were they were doing that. They were sniping, yes. sniping, sniping, sniping guys on the, the dam before Nick and uh, Dana Salazar blew it up. Right. They so were covering the it. one guy was was the head. Uh, I don't know if he was called the chief or what he was, but it was him and I can't remember who the other guy was, but um, the the Mexican woman I forget her name. She had teamed up with him. She was with them for a long time. Yes, and okay. then she found. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who I'm talking uh, about? So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm just so bad with actress names, actress names. Um. But those two guys, they were, they did that. They were there. They sniped that. I don't know. They, they, they saved Nick or they saved. Yeah. Nick and, somebody else. Nick and, Nick and Daniel. Cause that's when yeah. um, Ruben Blades came out. He had gotten, wasn't that when he got shot in the, the face? Yeah. Yes. By, um, yeah. yeah. By, By uh, Col- Coleman Dominguez there. Yes. Uh, yeah. The fuck his name is. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. But they just disappeared after that. We haven't seen him since. Yeah. Well, we might uh, we might right. see them come back with no, no, because that was they parted ways with Madison long before that, because then she went on to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. might have just been yeah, forgotten. Yeah, that was before. Nobody gets forgotten. The Walking Dead. You wouldn't think so, but listen, listen. They brought Max Headroom in. Okay. Yes. Logan. I, yeah. You know, but he. I, he was so underutilized. Yep. It pissed me off. And the character was great. I was like, all right, one of my favorite actors is going to be on this show long term. And I mean, they killed him off pretty really quickly for, for such a big actor. They've done that for several actors. I know. I did just in, in this, this shortened season. Yes. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick, who again, oh. I decided one of my favorite actors joining the show and he dies twice in the same episode. <laughs> that <laughs> was freaking phenomenal. That yeah. I that blew me away. That was, I think, one of my favorite seasons from this back half. Um, episodes from episodes, back half. yes. Yeah, that I'm, was amazing. Lumberg is throwing me off over there. It's... <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna need you to move your desk. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, moving on. Uh, Corbs hasn't watched it yet, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
how, how much can we get into without completely destroying it. this for him? Don't worry about it. I'll st- I'm still gonna watch it. So you guys can you guys can go. Work they all die, Corbs. They all die in <laughs> Yeah. Listen, you know, it was a three episode season. I didn't did not see that coming. There's just. There's two things I just want to get off my chest. The first is I can't stand the fact that um, Falcon and Winter Soldier there. I can't stand the fact that the two of them don't get along. You know, their their fucking testicles keep getting in the way of them actually being able to work together effectively. And I, I, the 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 reality is neither one of their testicles are as big as they think they are. I'm just going to, you know, it's just not, it's just not the case. Um, and then the second thing is this idiot that they've got playing Captain America needs to freaking get run over by a truck. Well, I think that's kind of the point. You're supposed to hate him. See, yeah, but I no don't. I actually yeah, like yeah, Johnny. But you know that, oh, yeah. that one line, do you know who I am? And I yes. said to myself, Steve Rogers never. There's somebody to punch him exactly. right in the mouth. Yes. Yeah, and, and again, like you said, that by design, he is the antithesis of Steve Rogers. I, 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 don't I, don't I get it. I get that. I don't know if it's antithesis, but uh, he certainly doesn't uh, measure up to the man. No, and, and that's where that's where they definitely want you to understand that. But I actually, I, I like the character. I, I like the whole dynamic with him and Battlestar, yeah. and the fact that. And you know what? He was way less humble this time than we had seen him previously. Like where he was like, I just want to do the job. And now it's the, don't you know who I am well, kind of thing. Well, because he real, because he saw, you know, the real heroes call him out. They're mm-hmm. like, look, you're, you're a doofus and we don't want anything to do with you. So now he's like, okay, I'm just going to throw my weight around and see what I can get done that way. Right. But he was even throwing his weight around last episode and it was still kind of charming. Like when he got them out of jail and basically got got bucky out of his um court ordered um therapy sessions well, and then like a douche he's he's hitting the sirens on him to get their attention well, yeah i mean so so he's trying to be buddy buddy and, and it didn't work and so For now sure. he's playing the other side of it so i mean he's typical bipolar personality i mean that's exactly what he's what's going on and you know it's Hopefully he does get hit by a truck one of these days. This episode, and I'm not even going to say what it is. This episode has two revelations in it. One is a character that we haven't seen for quite a while, returns. And I think it's a very interesting return. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that this character is not going to follow, not going to toe the line. I'll put it that way. I think where they are is where they're going to be because they've found that they're more effective in this new space. I'll say that. And then the second thing was the revelation of uh, where the serum came from. Yes. Wow. But I saw that coming last week. Right. Right. Yeah. Now Um, maybe I'm missing something. You mean the guy that that made it? No. The guy that made it but how he got Where his hands he on got it. the original samples from. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, that you I... got it. You got it. Um, yeah. And I mean, the big, the geekiest part for me was, and this isn't huge. Cause we've seen it in the, the, the trailers and stuff is Zemo putting on his mask. I just thought that was fucking right. awesome. Like they, they found a way to do it and not make him look 
stupid. Like a com- complete cornball. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I realize still don't he's playing. You do realize he's playing both sides of the coin, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 He's in league with the um, the Freedom Fighters. Power Roker. Oh no no no! no, no. I, I didn't I didn't think that. Yes, he is. Go back and watch it. And you're going to catch something that he does, and that the leader, the woman, she says something. She knows something that happens, and there's only one way that she could know that. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I know where you're going with that. And and did you say foul Booker? Power Booker. Power, Power broker. broker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin, you might be onto something there because I I didn't put that together until you just pointed it out. But you're right because I mean, unless there was a little bit of a time lag in the episode and we don't really, they don't make that clear. Could be, could be, but I honestly think it was on purpose. It was a little bit of a little bit of a twitch. Just mm-hmm. to give you an idea of what's going uh, on, I wish I and wish you could it was what done it was. so quickly and and so expertly that I think they did it on purpose so that you might miss it, so that you it's there but you might miss it. What is it she says? She says she she says to her colleague that the that the doctor is dead. Okay, and this is right after it happens. I mean, right after. So she knew what was going to happen that night because it's all happening the same night. They're doing what they're doing in their area. And um, Zemo is with the others going to the, the lab. The doctor ends up dead and she knows it. Zemo was there to kill the doctor. That's the only reason he was there. That's why he found, he looked for the gun. He found the gun and that's why he killed him when he had the chance. Sorry, spoiler. That's all right. See, I just took it as that was his way of making sure we don't get any more super soldiers. Yeah, that's how I took it. But you're onto something there. That's your. It is. It. It is, and it isn't. It is, and it isn't. He he did it for that reason, and to make sure that that the doctor didn't relieve, re, uh, um, release any more or uh, reveal any more information about how the girl. I forget her name how they got the serum because that's where he was going next. And the uh, Zemo killed him right before he had anything else to say. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I just happened to catch that. I want to watch it again because I want to make sure that I'm right on that, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that I caught that. Right. Hmm. Uh, And we're not even touching on the fact that where most of this episode takes place and what that could mean. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know. What no, the, I, no. I don't know. I mean, it's not going to lead into it. Like Disney? Disney? No. What? The, the most of the episode happens in Madripoor, which is normally associated with the X Men. But just because it's normally associated with the X Men doesn't mean it wasn't a good place to put Falcon and the Winter Soldier for. Oh, okay. I You're not wrong up on that. But I mean, it's it's possible, but I, I don't think they are. No, because I mean, and I'm not. I'm not insinuating that it's going to lead to that jump where we're introduced to the x-men in this tv show that's not going to happen um i'm not watching it then right i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's like saying hey you know uh, uh, bucky and falcon are in new york maybe we're going to see spider-man i mean it's it's just a place it is 
but a very specific place for stuff. That that's a specific all I'm place that is lawless and run by pirates, which sounds like it's what they needed for this story. And also a very cool looking fucking city yeah. from what they showed Visual, that yeah. Visually it's new. So lawless and run by pirates, so it's Chicago. Basically, yeah. Okay. Practically. Right. Chicago um, by way of Dubai. Yes. Ooh, neat. Underground Railroad. Um, I'm trying to think, but that was uh basically we we hit all the big points on that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything else we're watching, guys? I mean, that's all I've watched oh. this week, other than all the MonsterVerse movies. <laughs> so I got one for you. I got one for you. Yeah. Uh, I picked up. Um, I dropped Philo, and I picked up uh, AMC Plus and Paramount Plus. So saving three bucks a month, whatever. But AMC Plus comes with uh, Sundance and yeah. a couple other things. Sundance and um, IRC or something like that. I don't know what IR, IRL I am, or whatever the hell it IMDb, is. IMDb, maybe. Is IMDb television? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Who gives a shit? Um, but in there is the... the um, I, was, I was looking through everything earlier, and I saw that they have the... Um, uh, subtitled original version of um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Now, I haven't seen that version. I've seen the one that came out uh, after that. So the yeah, the remake, yep. And which was good, which was really good. So we started watching that tonight and we didn't get through it the whole thing. Wow. So much better than the remake. So much better. They developed the story much much better and you really you really understand who the the who the characters are and um uh really good i can't wait to get back into it and watch it again nice i've never seen that but, either one yeah and me either so oh, it's so good if american you got god paramount, got if you got the paramount plus Kev, you might want to check out and i, I talk about the show when it's on during the summertime there's yellowstone with kevin Costner. we've watched it we're yeah. yep we're 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 up to date on it um okay so so philo had uh paramount plus philo or the one we had before which was uh sling i forget we had it and we were able to uh catch up to it um but yeah uh yellowstone very very good yeah Mm -hmm. very good very good things phenomenal great characters Great characters. Yeah, I can't wait for the, the new season start to find out what happened at the end of, of last year. I heard it was a huge cliffhanger. My mom right. got hooked on it. She's she's hooked on that show and she's told me all about it. Yeah. Who's who's hooked on it? My mother. Oh yeah. yeah I got yeah. I got uh <laughs> I've got my girlfriend is hooked on it. I, I was watching it one day when she, she showed up. Started in like middle of season two. When she went home, she finished watching season two. The next day, season three was on. She watched all of season three. And then, like, six weeks later, it was on again. And she watched the, sh- the shows that she had missed from season one <laughs> all the way to season two. Nice. It's really good. So, yeah, so she, she watched it. Her mom watches it. And I got my uh, ex fans that watched it, too. She's the same thing. She's all over it. So, I'm getting everybody on this show. Paul, you're next. <laughs> next. Right after Supernatural. Exactly. It's, 
it's surprisingly good considering that number one it's not sci-fi so and i'm like you know if it's sci-fi i'll try it i don't just automatically like everything that's sci-fi but it's surprisingly good because it's not necessarily it's not sci-fi and kevin costner is like producer director i mean it's, this is his thing nice and i mean okay he's a, he's a great i think i think he's a really good actor i think i think i i, I haven't seen everything he's done but he I've was the bomb in Waterworld. I love that movie. I've never seen I like it. Waterworld. I just know everybody bangs Waterworld. on it. Oh. I like Waterworld. I know I know it's a butt end of a lot of jokes, but I like it. I mean whatever. I mean, so you have well, guilt. Well, sometimes when people bang on something that much, it's because the pussy's good. Maybe you should check it out. Wait, the pussy or Waterworld? It, it's it's yes. a euphemism, Paul. But yes, the answer is yes. To both uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I don't the know. Movie. The best part about Waterworld was the guy in the boat in the in the in the oil tanker that in in the in the in the t- yeah, in the tank that also has Dennis Hopper in it. How, how can you not love With a movie? An eye patch. I don't know. I've never seen it. That's all. Um, but I did like him as Robin Hood. I don't think I saw him as. You don't even see Kevin Costner as Robin Hood. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I don't know. Did I? Had Morgan Freeman. It was like one of the very first movies to come out in 3D. That was oh, I definitely didn't see it in 3D. I only it saw was. one movie in 3D ever, and I hated it, and you I know, never watched another. Also, one. spawned the song that gets played at every single wedding. Every wedding. Every yep. Wedding. What is Brian, it? The Brian Adams song. Uh, Everything oh. I do. There you go. Do it for Hugh. I do it for Hugh. Oh, neat. Okay. I'll never hear it differently from now on. I know you won't. That's why I said I do it all for Hugh. I, I've ruined so many songs for my wife. Christmas um, song, regular I, song. I've, I, I'm, I had to have seen it. You've had I to. Have seen it. But it, I, it's got Kevin Costner's in it. Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater. Um, okay. Who's the freaking girl in it? Madeline Mia Esbeck. No. Amy Yazbeck. She was in tights. <laughs> she, she was in tights. <laughs> <laughs> tights. I remember that. That's a good one. Um, God, what the hell? Is, who's is it? Madeline? I think it's Madeline Mastriano, wasn't it? Mary Mary Elizabeth Mastriano. Oh, yeah, okay, might have been her. Yeah. And um, like Ellen I mean, Rook. Ellen Rook is the bad guy. He, the guy who falls out falls out of Nakatomi Plaza. Yes. <laughs> Christmas movie. Rickman is his name. Alan Rickman. Rickman. Yeah, he he died not long ago. Yeah, a year yeah. or two ago now, he, right? Yeah, he's gone. A couple years. Yeah, he's it's gone. Un, it's unfortunate. He was one of the greats. I really liked him. Yeah, he's a good bad guy. Yes. And, uh, a, Paul, a reason for you to get into Yellowstone is written by Tyler Sheridan. You know who Tyler Sheridan is right. Okay. First two seasons of Sun. Oh, was that him? Yeah, the deputy, Deputy Hale. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's the he's the writer of that show. Nice. So hmm. he's got a he's got a couple. He's in it. You know, he's in a, a couple episodes of it too. So, but he does. He's got. He's done all the writing. He's done all the the writing for it. It's his show. Nice. Kevin Costner produces and directs uh, uh, a lot of it. He's the one that he's like the executive producer. He writes a lot of the episodes. He's very good. He's very he's very good. He he did a lot of the writing for 
with him and uh, Sutter for the Suns. Nice. So, another big question: Does he get sent to the train station? He does not get sent to the train station. <laughs> I told you, my mom told me all about it. Yeah, he's not get to. Only one person's gone to the train station so far. Nice. But, yeah, that we saw. Yeah, we saw. Yeah. Yep. So I got one for you too. Um, you'll you'll understand what this means, Corbs. So I I grew up uh, around horses, and I, there's still a lot of people in this area that, that have them and ride them and, and show them whatever. My barber as a as a as a woman that I I kind of grew up with her, but she's a little younger than I am. So even though we kind of knew each other, we didn't really know each other. But she's dating a guy that I went to high school with. Whatever doesn't matter. She shows horses, and I asked her the last time I got my hair cut. I'm like, are barrel racers really like that? And she's like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> really? And then I'm like, man, I wish I knew more barrel racers when I was younger. Yeah, I agree. Um, Kevin, what does she show them? Uh, my, my barber, she shows uh, English yeah. and uh, Western. No, no, I said you said she shows horses. What does she show the horses? Uh, whatever they want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I like what you did there, Paul. You're uh, welcome. Whatever they want. <laughs> so, uh, did, you, did you see that um, American Gods got canceled? Yes, after three seasons. Here, yeah, is anyone watching that? No, I wanted to. It's another one that I, I missed out on because I don't so have the channel. Good. Uh, Fremantle Media is trying to find another home for it, but nice. Neil Gaiman came out and said, "If if you had told me they were going to end the adaptation of my book, this is the absolute worst possible place they could have stopped." <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, where they did? I, oh yeah, like like the cliffhanger to end all cliffhangers. Like I mean, really, just it, it couldn't have been any worse. Wonderful. Yeah, that that's not how you do it, but. Apparently it is. I mean, that's that's just kind of fucking it up for him. But. I won't talk about it since you guys didn't watch it, but I mean, even knowing, even if they don't find a way to complete this, even with like a TV movie or something, I thought it was an amazing show. I mean, like maybe one of the best things on television, even with all the background drama and things that went on. I mean, it's got Ian McShane in it. I mean, right. anything with Ian McShane in it is automatically up a level. And everybody, all the, the rest of the cast really just elevated it. It's, it's a fantastic story, a fantastical story, and all of the acting is fucking amazing. That's what I've heard. I've heard great things about that one, too. Never, never had a chance to watch it, or I never took a chance to watch it. And that was Stars, right? Yes. Okay. Which explains why I haven't watched it. I don't have Stars either. So. You are a star, Paul. Hey, thanks, buddy. In his, I head. think so. Yes, it's you took that from me. Thank you. <laughs> just, just put a star out. <laughs> That's where, if I was a better editor, I'd do a starburst behind me now. <laughs> got, got to work on your editing. You have no idea. <laughs> also, how's if I have all of like the elements I need? You know, for a week in advance. You nice. know, Paul, actually, I, I think everybody who listens to the show has an idea. They must because they have ears. <laughs> that's very true. Hey, it's way better than it used to be. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. um, but that's about all I got. You guys got anything else? Well, before we wrap up? No. 
All right. Then I guess it's time to drop a wisdom nugget. Okay. Every summer, people spend a small fortune to live like a homeless person for the weekend. And they call it camping. Good night, everybody, and megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.